0: And welcome back to another episode of the To Be Wed podcast. I'm Emily and I'll be your host.
1: And I'm Mike and I'm your co-host.
0: And this week we're going to be talking about last names. Should you take it? Should you not? Is it good? Is it bad? What's the process? We're going to cover it all. But of course, as always, we're going to do what's on fleek this week. And this week, Michael's bringing something to the table.
1: What's on fleek this week? If you guys aren't aware, if you're new to the podcast, every week we bring uh, – we have the segment at the start of each episode where we bring a new trend to the table each week um, and we discuss our opinions on said trend in the wedding industry. It's my turn to bring a trend this week and I've got a good one for you and I think it is actually hmm. on trend. I think a few of our re- recent trends have been like older trends but yeah. I think this one is a, a relatively new trend and that is vintage styles of photography. So like – Old school style photography. A lot of people these days, I'm obviously a photographer myself and I see a lot of people offering like film photography as an inclusion and part of it or or offering Polaroids or things like that. Um, Really old-timey photography but then also in the styles of photography as well. I see a lot of people use a lot of grain in their photography as well, use a lot of like direct flash where it's like very harsh lights um, that represents that old school sort of style. How do you feel about this when it comes to your wedding photography?
0: Isn't it funny, right? That We have like the latest and greatest technology now and we still want to take it back. (laughs) Like We've come all this way because we wanted to leave that place but now we want to go back to it.
1: It's nostalgia, right? Like everyone loves nostalgia. I think over the past two years being in lockdown, a lot of people were like reminiscing over old times and that has sort of brought that old school sort of into trend again.
0: Yeah, well, you and I aren't old enough to have taken pictures with Polaroids. Probably a lot of people getting married or listening to this podcast. I've seen the demographics aren't also aren't old enough for that either. But anyways, doesn't matter because I actually really like this. I think it's cool. I love the idea of um retroish vibes. I personally, the way I've seen it and like it, is through like the clothes. I don't know if people have seen um, some women are wearing shorter dresses like above the knees, they're doing the sunglasses, um, the high heels, like they're trying to go for that kind of retro vibe. So that's how I've probably seen it done more Mm. than the grainy photos and stuff and I think it's such a vibe. I don't think I'm cool enough to pull it off but if I was, I would do that.
1: Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's like in terms of styling, I think it's really cool. Like I love that sort of style of like being a bit extra, being a bit out there and it's, it's, it's not something that's overly done at the moment so it's able to look really cool and it sort of throws back like to older styles of wedding photos where you've got family members who've had wedding photos that they sort of like I think that has that essence of people wanting their photos to look that old school style. Like it brings back nostalgia with their old family photos, you know, of their grandparents say when they got married. Like yeah. having like very – like I really like the photos that are really like um, have really harsh flash on them or like mm. I really have those olden style like looks where they're using like greens and pinks in the image to represent that sort of Polaroid look. I really like that. I think that's really nice. The part that I can't really get at it though is like people choosing to have like film photos – when you have like all this digital photography these days is amazing, you know, like why would you choose to have a, a downgraded film photo when you could get like high resolution images these days? That to me doesn't really make yeah. a lot of sense, but I like the styling of it. So I think you can still produce that in a digital era where you can add, like do, do, add different effects over the top of your photos, add flash, add styling, as you said, like wearing sunglasses, wearing like old, old style clothes, high heels and all that type of stuff and trying to, almost emulate it a bit in the digital era.
0: Yeah, I think I like this trend. However, if I was to do this trend, I would only have it as an extra, like, I don't know, 30 photos that are in that style because I don't, I can't imagine having my whole album be that style and not be able to have that freedom of change.
1: Yeah, crazy, right? Like some people even choosing to have their wedding video done on old school film. Um mm. and there are people that offer this like exclusively. Like they will record your whole wedding
0: See, I don't mind held
1: on an old film camera and give you the film at the end. But they won't give you the actual film. They'll give you the they'll give you the digital version of the film after it's been like produced off the film, you know? And I'm just like, why when we have the technology now to 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 have it high high quality, why do you want that?
0: See, I appreciate it more with video than I do photo. And the reason is because of video mm. I feel like is that expression you don't really use it or watch it that often really like you might post a few instagrams or whatever it might be with it but apart from that you might watch it like once a year the thing i don't like with photo and and to be honest if you get over that video like mm, doesn't really matter it's not your whole day like you have the photos there whereas if your photos are everything then i'm a little bit more concerned Mm. about what if in two years you hate this style i think it's going to have more of an impact than if you got your video in that style
1: also like just the stress of being the photographer or the or the videographer like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've come so far with technology why go back to the stress of like if you screw something up if you overexpose all the all the video and it's really bad like true yes it's it's more of an art form because it is harder to do but why take that stress into it you know you can add that in as an editor you can add that in at the end and try to replicate that so why put that extra pressure on anyway you know yeah i can I can definitely see the appeal of it, but it's not the only thing for me, but I think it it is able to look really cool
0: it's an interesting one. I think anything stylized in a wedding is a little bit of a risk, but you know we'll we'll post it on our Instagram let us know what you think yeah, do we'll you, you like shots it up there. do you not we'll see what the what the people say
1: what the people have to say about it
0: but let's dive into this week because I think it's a really interesting, talking about old timey, is uh, last names. I think the whole issue of last names, I've heard so much more talk about it um, in probably the last 12 months, but even more specifically in the last six months, it's gaining a lot of traction mm. as to whether you should or shouldn't. I mean, I'm, I'm in this sphere, so of course I hear about, but whether you should or shouldn't do it, whether that is um, I guess not being a feminist if you do change it. There's a lot of interesting ideas. So I'm really excited to unpack this one a little bit.
1: I think it's it's something that's really been growing over the past years is like everyone trying to change the, the whole like norms around when they get married. And I think that's a good thing, like expanding the things that you necessarily have to do when you get married. Like I yeah. think th- this is one of the things that people forget about is that normally one person l- would change their last name. But there isn't anything to say that anyone has to change their last name. And I think people have sort of started to play around with this Mm. over the past few years in in the variations they can do and and in this being something that they can really use, you know, a moment that they actually have have a choice in this, you know, and realizing that this is something that you don't necessarily have to do or it is something you can do or you can have the discussion. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah. So I kind of want to start at the beginning, right, like with – how a name change happens because this is a fact, and I'm about to blow everyone's mind because apparently, this is a fact that blows a lot of people's mind is that your last name doesn't change automatically, or you don't choose your last name to change on the day you get married. I know that everyone's like, now introducing Mr. and Mrs. Blah, but that is actually not true at all because. You, Your name doesn't automatically change when you sign those papers.
1: Yeah, I think I was under the impression that as soon as you sign those those pieces of paper in the church or your registry or, or whoever you're having officiate your wedding, as soon as you sign those papers, you have changed your last name. But that's not the case, <laughs> as you told me. So how does the whole process work?
0: Okay, so when you decide to get married, and usually this is kind of facilitated by the celebrant, but you have something called a notice of intent to marry, at least in New South Wales, but I'm pretty sure every state in Australia has some form of this. And this is a form that you have to fill out no further out than 18 months before your wedding. And no sooner do you, wed- it has to be done at least one month before your wedding. That's really important. If your wedding's coming up and you haven't done that, please go check it like right now because that's the one thing that can't <laughs> be missed.
1: Yeah, I was super surprised by this. I didn't know about it, but I was like, so you can't just at the spur of a moment decide to get married tomorrow. <laughs> like you can't do that.
0: <laughs> Which is so funny, right? Because in America and like through popular TV and movies, we all think, oh, well, I want to get married. We'll just go down to the courthouse or we'll go to an Elvis impersonator, whatever it might be. Fun fact, did you know Elvis impersonators are not allowed anymore? In yeah, I saw <laughs> that the other day. <laughs> fun.
1: But also like you're not allowed to get married under the influence of alcohol. You can't get married if you have been persuaded into it. You've got to go through this whole yeah. process. Whereas I feel like that's not like everything you see in movies is people like being on like a night out in Vegas get married and they're allowed to do it because you're in America.
0: Yeah, so this can't happen. So no. you have to give at least four weeks notice to the court that you're going to get married even if you just want to go to the courthouse. But essentially you fill out this notice of intent and it just asks things like your name, your parents' name, where you were born. I think it's basically just to create a file that um, within their system that you intend on getting married in the next 18 months. So that's all that is. But funnily enough, as you just said, you can't get married under the influence is we had to sign a stat deck as well. I think at our rehearsal, just saying, you know, we are willingly entering this and that we haven't been forced and that, um, you know, you have knowledge. So another interesting thing. So yeah, that's the legal part of your marriage. So do not forget it because you can't legally be married on the day. Then what happens is, so, and then you're probably like, okay, well, you know, you've entered that in. And what happens is you sign another document on your wedding day, by the way, just an FYI, that document is just a fancy certificate. Again, you can't use that document for anything the day the one that you get
1: Just use to hang on the wall.
0: <laughs> Basically, it's a fancy little certificate that you all sign to show. Like it's just for show, really. That's all it is. You can't use it because then that's where they get you. Then you have to go order a certificate of marriage. It looks more like a birth certificate. And then that, and that's $60, by the way, in New South Wales. And then that is how you change your name.
1: And then after that, you've then got to go through the process of changing your name on every other piece of documentation you've ever had. A big question I get asked is how about changing it on your passport? I think people understand like you can change on your driver's license. That's obviously like you can automatically get that done. Anywhere else, it's not really super important, but you have to go through those processes. But how about the passport? Because that is one that I think people are concerned about because there's an expense that comes along with um, on your passport if you update your name on your passport. How did you go about that?
0: Yeah, so I actually haven't changed my last name on my passport yet, but you start with, ideally, you start with your driver's license and you get that changed. It's super easy. All you do is you literally show them a certificate. And that, to be honest, is this process for pretty much anywhere you need to change your name. And most of it's done online now. So like the ATO, Medicare, go through like a third-party system where they check it. So you don't even have to really do anything. You just have to put the numbers in that's on your certificate. Boom, Boom, done Um, so it's really easy so you'll actually need to do that first mainly because you need to have some form of photo identification for your passport and lucky for you or unlucky but for your passport what actually happens is if you have I can't I think it's more than two years left on your passport you can get a passport for free so you don't like extend it or anything just changes the name on it the annoying part about that is that you have to do a whole new passport application, which anyone who's done a passport application knows it kind of sucks. So, really, not looking forward to that. And the other thing that you need to know about the passport, which is a T and C, is that you have to take your partner's name mm-hmm. to get a free passport. And uh, we'll dive into that why. You know, that is the case.
1: Yeah, I think that's a big thing like people don't realize. There are obviously other options after you get married. Like you don't have to take your partner's name. But if you don't, just know that you can't automatically update all these things. And you can't obviously change your passport for free because it's not a free name change. Yeah, I think for me like this was obviously really easy because I didn't change my name. And you you ended up taking my last name. So then you just had to go change that. So you did get the free name change. But... It was easy for me because I didn't have to change my name on anything. And I think that this is probably what happens in like 95% of the cases where it would be the female who would take the male's last name, you know. But I think that is definitely changing and there have been a whole um, new range of options that have opened up these days. I think this is a discussion about who takes whose last name. I think that's a okay discussion to have and I think it's a discussion that's not being had enough you know why is it that the female takes the male's last name and why is that so so um widely accepted as the thing that you just have to do after you get married
0: yeah this is so interesting and I've heard so many different opinions about this and I think it has to change right not only do we have the feminist movement that's kind of picking up but we also have people like people are getting married who are not in a heterosexual relationship so in that case who takes whose name there is no standard norm and I think that whole process gets people questioning like oh well it was a norm and you know it's it's just expected um so yeah I did decide to take your name and I kind of want to touch on why I decided to do that and the main reason that I decided to do it is well I mean there is a couple so the first one is that my now maiden name I had no attachment to um, so it was my father's name and so I don't have any attachment to that or a good association with that last name. So I've always wanted to change my last name. I did consider going to my mother's um, maiden name. However, I did think if I'm going to get married, I may as well do it then because as I kind of touched on before, it's going to cost a lot of money. Um, to change it if it's not for a marriage so then the other reason we did it is because you and i wanted to symbolize that we're a unit and that we're a family so it was important to the both of us to have a consistent name it didn't matter yours or mine but it was cons- matter that we had a consistent name yeah
1: and i think like that is probably one of the really big things is that a lot of Um, females out there probably take the male's name just because it's easier to have a consistent name in the family, especially if you are wanting to have children. I think that's a big discussion that's had like it's easy to have only one name for the family rather than you holding on to your name and me holding on to my name, which is obviously something that is able to be done as well. But I think that's one of the big arguments against that is that it's going to be harder if you do have kids and then um, you have who do you choose as the family name.
0: Right, and that's the thing. I think that's what sits uncomfortably with me, right? If you, let's say that we were talking about, oh, we want we want to change a name because of the family and you said, oh, well, you know, you assumed it would go to your name, I would feel offended by that mm. because also if you're choosing potentially the family name that runs to the children and you're saying, you know, it has to be mine, you're also then assuming that the kids are going to have the father's name. And I just Mm. don't think that is fair. But I do think it's become so normalized to a point. I actually just don't think people think about it that much. Mm. Like people just go, oh, well, I don't really care. So I'll just change it.
1: Yeah, I find it like it's not even normalized. It just is the only option, you know, like it's crazy that it's the only way that people actually think about things.
0: Yeah, and I also think that, People aren't aware of how many options there are because in the talkings that I've had to people when, you know, we've tossed up a few ideas is that they automatically either say, well, you have to take their name or they have to take your name. There's no alternatives. Mm. But in fact, there's at least a couple more <laughs> yeah, there's than definitely just a that. Of
1: alternatives. And you don't have to have, have your partner's name at all. You can just hold on to your name and your partner can stay with you. Exactly. And you don't even have to be married to change to your partner's name. You can cha- you can have your partner's name and you don't have to get married. You yeah. Know, you could just change that last name on any old occasion. Obviously, it wouldn't be free because you're not changing it under marriage. But you could change to any old name at any, at any stage in your life. I think for us, it was really important to symbolize that we were getting married to have the same last name, to be more of a yeah. family unit.
0: And it makes sense at that point.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to discussion to have though is whose last name are you going to take or what last name are you going to take. And I don't think it should always be that you always have the male's last name.
0: Exactly. I don't think it should just be assumed. And I think if you're in a relationship where it is about a family unit or whatever, then it should be, in my opinion, an open dialogue enough to decide Which way? Because if you truly think that it wouldn't matter which side of Mm. the coin that you end up on, because it both equals the same outcome. Exactly. Also, I did just want to say that if you do not take a name, so let's say when you first get married, you're like, I don't want to take the other person's name, we're going to stick with our name. The free marriage change lasts for the lifetime. So you could get 10 years down the track and decide, oh, actually, I do want to take let's just say Bob's, Bob's last name and you can't and that free marriage chain, name change still applies. So so if you're not sure, it's probably better to err on the side of caution and stay your name and then change later at life than go backwards because if you go, say you change it and you want to go back to your maiden name, that is a cost.
1: And it's also free on either side, right? Like if, Yeah. Like if a man wanted to take the female's name, Afterwards, and they hadn't decided to at marriage, but then they decided a few years later that he would really like to, then you're okay to do that because it's still free name change under yes. marriage. Yeah. yeah, it's a good point to raise that because you definitely don't have to do it straight away, especially if your name actually means something to you in the here and now. Like if your name is strongly associated with you, your brand, or your business, or anything that you do in life. It may not feel right for you to change your name now, but it might in 10 years' time.
0: Yeah, and remembering that you also don't have to change it on absolutely everything. So at work you might go by your maiden name, but on your license you might want your married name.
1: I just want to quickly bring up the point of hyphenated last names. Yeah. And this is something I see get thrown around a lot. I don't often see it um, when people get married, but I see it a lot when people have kids. And I know a lot of people I went to school with, especially who had hyphenated last names. I never truly understood it but I think that comes down to either their parents weren't married and that's a completely different situation. But if the parents are married and they've chosen to have individual names and they've chosen to stick with their their own maiden names respectively, um, if they do choose to have kids, how do you feel about hyphenated names? But also how do you feel about if they get married, choosing to both have the same hyphenated last name?
0: Okay, so I love hyphenated names. I know that they're a bit annoying for everyone else, but I think that this is a great thing to do. And the reason that I do think this is, one, it falls under the free marriage name change. So if you go hyphenated either way, whoever's first, in whatever order you decide, then that is a free name change as well. And then, so one, that's fantastic because... Free. two I like this because then the burden is on both people of the relationship to change their name there is no expectation that someone has to lose their name or not be called that and then you both have to go through the processes of name change and three then you it's I just think it's the best of both worlds like if you can't decide on who to take mm. and you like both names why not go both and I think that it's a nice way to symbolize the joining of two names
1: yeah I think it's really nice I'm not often someone to stand up for children, but i I will make the case here that how far does this like continue on if you have kids and they get married do, do then they take a hyphenated last name and hyphenate it again like how far does that continue? I think that's a good point to bring up in that discussion, especially if you're thinking about hyphenating your last name at marriage then if do you decide if you decide to have kids do you then go back and only give them only give them one last name or do you give them both as a hyphen? how do you really go about that? I think these are things to be thinking about early on if if you are going to go down that hyphenated route.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Like the kids can make up their own minds even when that situation ever arises. You and I have this big motto about how live for life now don't live life for the future and so if a hyphenated name is what feels good for you then do it your kids will figure it out like worst comes to worst two hyphenated name people <laughs> marry each other into the future i'm sure there is some they're not going to have like a hyphen b hyphen c hyphen d. they'll figure something out <laughs> i trust entrust that to them
1: yeah i think that It'll all work in good time but I'm just trying to like throw ideas out there that I think that that is something that could arise. Oh, yeah, you can definitely think about it. There is a solution to every problem. There is. And the other obvious solution to this last name conundrum is that you could just choose your own last name and it doesn't need to be either of your names. You could just have a new name altogether.
0: Yeah. This is a great one. I really like this one. And I'm going to preface this with the legal mumbo jumbo because you're probably like, well, how the hell does that work? So the easiest route, and this is not legal advice because I haven't obviously consulted a lawyer or anything, but the easiest way is for your partner to change their name prior to marriage. So they go to whatever name you want, bearing in mind that takes about six weeks and will be a cost. And then after marriage, the other partner simply takes on that name and then they get the free name change. So mm. there is, you know, it's like half price. Like someone has to pay but someone else It's half price
1: if you're organized.
0: Ideally, you need to know that in advance of your wedding and you need to know it at least – or well, if your notice of intent is one month before, remembering you have to fill out in, you need to, I would leave about eight weeks. So, about three months before your wedding, you need to be ready to submit those documents.
1: Yeah. But this, I think this is in the way you've described, I think that sort of brings up the thing that the other person would be changing it before you get married anyway. So, does then that, like, that's the thing where you could say, like, you can technically both change it on the day you get married, but then you're both having to pay.
0: Yes. The price to
1: change it. You can choose, um, yeah, just yeah. choose the name
0: yeah, in you, advance.
1: You can both choose a name on the day you get married. Obviously, then you'd have to apply for that so you wouldn't get that name for another like six weeks. Yeah, And you'd have to have one person get married in the old name before you then initiate the name change after marriage. So it is yeah. possible for both people to to have it on the day. But as you said before, like you never actually that, you don't have that name anyway, even in all yeah. circumstances for at least at- six weeks.
0: You just have to like let your celebrant know or whoever to announce you in the new name. But I think, by the way, just for clarity, we are talking about making up a last name. So completely picking one out of the air. And there's a few there's a few ways you can do it. You can either I've seen some people. Just completely make one up. They're like, This is my one chance to get a famous sounding name. And so they change it. Or sometimes I've seen people combine the two last names to make one solid last name. Yeah,
1: like a straight name and take half. Yeah, of the like half, take
0: like, the hyphen out, yeah, basically, yeah, include, and squish it in.
1: Make up a name. I don't think it's like the end of everything. Like you are able to change your name up to three times in your life outside marriage. Um, oh yeah. And you can go back to something else afterwards if you decide that this is really not for you. Um so it's not like the only chance in your whole it's not like the only chance in your whole life to change your last name. You can just change your name on any old afternoon. I could go your mind mm-hmm. change tomorrow if I wanted to. I don't have to necessarily be be inside of marriage to do it. And I think that was the example that you gave of like if one person went and changed it three months before the wedding, then the other person would get the free name changed because they would be changing into their partner's name. Yeah. So that could be uh, a scenario that you could go down, and if you're organized in that way and you don't really care when well, you don't have to announce it to anyone that you've changed it like it it might be just that you announce it on the day, even though you've had that, even though that you've had like one person that's had that for two months, three months, you don't have to necessarily tell anyone until the day, and I think that that you know is an option, but you can always go back to something else a bit later on because you can change your name outside of marriage um any time it's just expensive to be able to do it. As Emily said before, she wasn't really strongly attached to her last name and, and was never planning on holding on to her last name. So I think that made out a decision a little bit easier. But I think one of the things that we did sort of contemplate was was choosing a new last name. And that is probably why we know so much about the whole process of it, of changing last names and trying to um, just have a new a brand new last name. Um, it's because we went through that whole process of, of trying to plan to actually change to a new last name because you didn't have something that you really resonated with I was after a bit of a change as well to be able to have something for our own sort of family, you know. Like it's unfair on you that you couldn't have your last name because it had didn't have representation in your family. Like that was not a uh, a, a real continuation of a family that you wanted to have. Um, and so why not just start your own family last name, you know. then there's nothing against that because there's no saying that you're – if you do have children in the future that they're ever going to hold on to that last name yeah. either. If you have all girls – and they all get married. It's not going to get continued on anyway. So,
0: Well, possibly. Yeah, well, possibly. <laughs> if you they know, choose that. If
1: they choose to change their last name or they could just choose to change it on any old any old other day. Yeah. You know? There's no there's no guarantee that your last name is going to get continued on in any of the next generations anyway. So why not just choose um, a last name that you really like and if, if you don't have good connotations with either of your last names and there's, n- and there's nothing really holding it to them, then that is a good option that you can go down.
0: Yeah, and I think that this is a really lovely idea. I mean, I wouldn't have uh, thought about it if I didn't. But I do think it's really nice because I think that people can have bad connotations with their name or aren't sure. And I think it's a really nice symbol, but it's also a good opportunity to kind of write your own history, write your own last name. Um, So I really like this idea.
1: Yeah, I think for us it got to a point where it just became a little bit too hard. Um I think one of the hardest things was actually choosing a new name, like I think that's yeah, something that we were people pluck like
0: one yeah, we were just going to come up
1: with a new one, but then you like you end up doing so much research into the history of that name that you're just like, oh, I don't really want that or I already have a friend with this last name or I knew someone from school with this last name, so you can't it just eliminates everything and then you just overthink all of them. so at the end of the day, we just came up with it was just easier to continue on.
0: yeah, and we like left- last name. We ended up leaving ours a bit late because we didn't realize that you had to kind of, if you wanted to do it the cheaper way, you had to do other. And I guess one of the deciding factors for us is it was less about the name. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but more about the symbol of becoming a family and being one. So it didn't necessarily, as I kind of said before, like it didn't necessarily matter the name. So that's why we end up keeping yours for that reason, because it was like, well, it does the job. And it also doesn't cost us any additional, because if you did go through a name change, you have to pay to get your license, which is I don't think, I think it's under 100 but still a lot. Passport, over $250. So like you're already looking at least $300 plus the like an application itself. name change, which is like another two. So we were looking at about $600 each because we left it too late. So that's an additional $1,200 we were potentially looking at and we were like why are we changing our name? If it's to become a unit, it didn't really matter the name <laughs> that was there.
1: And as we said, you can always change your name at any point afterwards anyway. So for us, it would be the exact same price to change it right now as if it would have been on our wedding day. Yeah. So if we really get a few years down the track and decide we don't like the last name, we really have a new one that we really love, well, you can change it then. But I think, yeah, it did become a bit too much. But if you did have something in mind and you really wanted to start a new family under a new last name, then that is definitely an option that you can do and sort of is able to take a lot of the burden off either either partner in in feeling that they have to get sort of – in feeling that they have to give up their last name or that they have to continue on their last name if it's not something that they really like either.
0: Yeah, I just think it's it's really interesting how many different ways that you can change your name and just that you can get a little bit more creative than you probably thought that you could. And it's also a way of self-expression. Like you want to keep your own last name, that's fantastic. If you want to take your partner's name, Also great, a bit more burdensome because you will have to change all the details or if you want to create a new name, that's also fun and signifying family. I think it just depends where, what's your priority and what is the reason that you're changing your name.
1: Yeah, and I I would say to people to not overthink it too much, like as much as it can feel like a very daunting thing, you are able to change back um, if you end up not really liking the last name. but. I just really want to start a discussion around why um we feel that it, why we feel that a female should always take a male's last name. I feel like that is something we've definitely talked about in that expressing why you would feel that you need to have that last name, you know? Like it, understanding why it's important to have a have a have the have the same last name for a family, but then also talking about why do necessarily have the male's name? Why is it not the male taking the female's name or 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 any other different way why you not Just deciding on your new last name. I think these are important discussions to have. I'm not trying to say that either way is more right than the other. But as long as you've had the discussion, I think it's okay. Um, But just don't walk into it with those assumptions.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's... (laughs) You are not expected to change your last name if you are a woman in a heterosexual relationship thinking that you have to change it to the male name. And I I just want to put that out there that there are other options because sometimes it does feel like, oh, yeah, well, that's just what you do. Well, it doesn't have to be what you do. Think about what feels right. And if what feels right is also not changing your name, that's totally cool too.
1: Well, I think that's where we're going to leave today's episode, guys. I hope we gave you some... Interesting information on changing your last name. I think it's one of the things that's often overlooked when you get married. It's one of the important things that really happens on the day. It's that is that someone changes a last name, or that there is a new a new, or that there is a new family created um, when you get married. So talking about last names, talking about name changes, is super important, especially with some of those things we talked about in the things you have to do in the lead up to your marriage, like in like your notice of intent to marry, and if you did want to change a last name earlier as well, making sure you've had that had that stuff done. A long way in advance. If you guys had any questions about changing last names or you want to know um, any other opinions, please do ask us on Instagram. We're at tobewed to underscore podcast. Always happy to hear from you guys. I'm always happy to answer any of your questions. On that note, I wanted to let you guys know that next week is going to be our 20th episode of this podcast. And as such, hey. we're doing a QA and a episode.
0: Yes, make sure that you... Think of all your good questions and we will post something on our Instagram. So if you're not there, again, it's at 2 underscore podcast um, and you can drop us all your questions for next week.
1: Yeah, I actually found a really cool way to ask questions anonymously. So I'm going to be putting a link up on our stories on Instagram and um, you guys can ask us all your questions there anonymously so we won't know who asked them and we will try to answer them all in next week's episode I'll also leave a link to that in the description of this episode of the podcast so as this one airs the next episode will be out next Friday so um, if you're listening to this um, make sure to go and ask us a question in there anything to do with either our wedding or planning your own wedding or advice on any of those trends
0: or even after the wedding yeah
1: after the wedding about our life anything like that we'll be happy to answer as many questions as we possibly can on next week's episode so we would love to hear from you guys it's always a good way to be able to give back to the audience who listens to us every single week But until then, guys, I hope you have a great week and we will speak to you again next Friday.
0: Bye.